Hello, everyone. I am Squeaks, and today I am joined with John. Hey, hey, yo. How's it going? Hey, so we're going to do things a little different. We are not joined today by Frank. Um, so if you hear my voice at first and you're a little confused, we're just changing things up a little bit while Frank, Frank takes a little break. Uh, so we are going to bring you any news of uh, we got we're kind of jumping around a little a little bit today. Uh, we're talking movies, games, and we're also going to talk a little bit about theme parks because I got a little turned on by a little announcement uh, from Universal. And I think if you know what I'm talking about already, you you might know. Um, so first, we'd like to start off uh, with our usual. John, uh, what have you been uh, watching or playing? So I've been playing Assassin's Creed Origins. I'm actually going to have to do mm. a review for that here in a little bit once I get far enough along to review it. But I'm really digging it. It is a pretty awesome game. Uh, yeah. And wa- watching, I've been watching Star Trek. I nonstop now. I'm watching Star Trek whenever I can. Which uh, what Star Trek are you watching? So I told I told Frank this last time too. Uh, I plan on watching all of the series starting from oh, the original right. one and working to the to the newer ones. Um, but I also just recently saw the first episode of the new season of Star Trek Discovery, which mm. was amazing. So I think I'm going to just get back to that and get caught up on those episodes before I go back to original series again. Now, Star Trek Discovery, that's on season. So you said the new season. So is it on four or are we still on three? It's I believe it's three. OK, OK. Yeah, because I started three. I think I'm like, honestly, like three or four episodes in and then we kind of canceled the uh, CBS access. But then we got it back. So that's something that I need to watch on top of. I still never finished Picard. Oh, yeah. Picard is good. Yeah. Yeah. I was kind of hearing some off-putting things, actually, uh, about the ending and whatnot. Um, so, but I'm not going to say that turned me off. I just... I, I'm jumping all over the place with TV series lately. Yeah. It's worth the watch. I mean, yeah, the, the ending is a little... Yeah, some people probably didn't like it, but I thought it was... Overall, it was good, especially imagining it's going to continue to be, you know, better with the story. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Assassin's Creed. Well, first, I want to jump. First, let me ask you this though before we jump to mine. What made you want to play Origins? Oh, like this this late? We did a a survey. Mm, Oh, that's right. Okay, Frank suggested that one of the Assassin's Creed franchise because, like he was saying, it was more, I don't know, a better one to start with or something like that. Yeah, Uh, yeah. But yeah, so far, so far, I'm liking it. So I'm pretty sure once I finish this, I'll I'll probably pick up one of the other ones. Got it, got it. Yeah, I started playing uh, Valhalla. I was one of the lucky people. I've said on the last podcast that I got a PS5. And uh, that one, what turned me on, I, would t- I told myself I wasn't really going to pay full price for it or anything, but it turned me on because the Viking stuff. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, I'm enjoying that so far, really. I haven't got too deep into it because I am also playing. Uh, fin- I actually finished Spider-Man and uh, I've been playing a lot of FIFA. So um, and obviously with the World of Warcraft expansion out. So that's been kind of turned me off or turned me in different directions. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for me though, so since we're kind of tis the season area in the uh, end this year, uh, ever since Halloween ended November 1st, bam, it's fucking Christmas in this household. Okay. We, <laughs> yeah. we do two months of Christmas. We don't do Thanksgiving. Okay. So, um, I like it. Yeah. So, uh, I've been watching a crazy amount of Christmas, uh, Christmas, uh, movies, I guess, and specials. And uh, from all the way from like 34 or Miracle on 34th Street to uh, um, 
one uh, which I really uh, want to talk about is uh, Last Christmas. I've watched the Lego uh, Lego Christmas special that they have on the Disney Plus now. Uh, to even Mariah Carey's special on Apple TV. Oh, <laughs> She's just singing. I'm all over <laughs> the place with Christmas. Uh, and, of course, I've watched uh, Jim Carrey's The Grinch. And, oh, uh, yes. That is one. That's a staple in, in, in life. Okay? Not just people's households. And uh, what shocks me is that I don't want to go on this, like, crazy rant about The Grinch. But I think being one of the greatest fucking movies of Christmas all time. Um. That movie was made back in 2000, and you're like, holy shit, 20 years ago, and this right? thing it holds is just up beautiful. So good. Totally does. And what I think, it has to be just because everything's so authentic, right? It's not like CGI. It's it's literally like buildings are there, you know? Yeah, I think it's the production quality, like you're saying, and yeah. just, just sheer acting. People already love Jim Carrey's yeah. acting, and then they just put yeah. him in a role that was pretty much, seemed like it was made for him. It was just perfect. Oh, man, just... Uh, just everything, every uh, the character. Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously Jim Carrey is the star, but just Lucy Liu, the dad, the mayor, <laughs> just everyone is just uh, perfect. Cindy Liu, Cindy Liu, sorry, yeah, <laughs> Lucy Liu, <laughs> that's, that's a, a different actress. <laughs> I like it. Uh, Cindy Liu. Um, but uh, one thing I kind of wanted to talk about. I mean, I don't want to go too like, ha, fuck it. I'm going deep into it. Okay, so I watched a movie that came out last year called. Uh, uh, last Christmas, yeah. And I don't, have you ever seen this movie? Uh, it sounds familiar, but I don't remember. It's don't with a. Uh, it's with well, the main person obviously. Uh, it's with Amelia Clark. We all know her from you know Daenerys, Game of Thrones. Yeah. And uh, she's I've I I don't want to say like I have a crush on her and everything, but yes, I have watched every single movie that she's in besides Game of Thrones. So wait, besides uh, Game of Thrones, you haven't seen Game of Thrones? No, no, no. I can but like uh, not. Excluding Game of Thrones, like all the her other movies. I've oh, seen. gotcha. As of course, well, I've seen Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. As well. Oh sorry, sorry. <laughs> you have a crush on her? You haven't seen that yet? Come on, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of all things to watch with her, and it's I'd be fucking. Yeah. Anyway, we don't need to get those scenes right. <laughs> exactly. um, um, but uh, this movie was a great uh twist, and it's like a, it's like something I've never seen before. Um. I'm going to do a spoiler alert, okay? And I'm going to try to get you in your feels to pull you in, okay? Uh, girl, this is all spoilers, too. So, uh, okay. Uh, girl basically has an accident, has a heart transplant. She kind of is down on the dumps and, you know, fucking life sucks, whatever, shitty job and stuff like that. Meets this guy, super falls in love with this person, right? Like, she becomes head over heels, like, she's everything she's always wanted, and this they get into this argument and basically he leaves okay he like moves out and she goes to the house and uh uh to try to see him and then the, there's a realtor in there and saying like uh no like he's not here anymore and she's like oh how do you just leave right and he's like no that he's been gone for months motherfucking shit bombshell he's <laughs> been he's she's only seeing him because that's his heart in her Dang. right so the Inception whole movie Oh my god! Uh, Sixth Sense, <laughs> right? Oh wow, I want to make a creepy as a Shabalong story. twist, dude. <laughs> like I was fucking mind blown. I was like, holy shit! And uh, it's kind of funny because they play a lot of the, uh, uh, oh god, what's the singer's name? The last Christmas song that the fucking hit, George Michael song, right? Yeah. And uh, it kind of says, like, the lyrics, like, give you my heart, blah, 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 that kind of stuff. So it was kind of cool how they always tied into it because they pretty much t- tied in George Michael the whole 
like a soundtrack of George Michael, basically, in that movie. Um, but man, I was mind blown. Like, I almost fucking wanted to cry. <laughs> okay, goosebumps, tears, snot everywhere. Okay. <laughs> you, you don't have to be shy. You cried. I get it. No worries. Yeah, I cried. No judgment here. <laughs> I cry to a good Hallmark commercial sometimes. Dude, son, son, especially when you have your kid, everything makes you cry. <laughs> you're just watching Jumanji and you're crying because like why are they stuck in the board game <laughs> I can totally oh, see that the stupid little things uh, alright so that's my is there is there a Christmas thing that you a Christmas movie that you know you have to watch every year oh I, I watch pretty much all I mean all of them that I can think of uh, like, like my biggest problem right now and I don't think I've ever had this issue in previous years this is really bugging me is I can't find some of my favorite Christmas movies on my streaming platforms. And I have mm-hmm. most of them. I have, you know, HBO, uh, Hulu, Netflix, uh, I don't know, like three other ones. Oh, CBS All Access. And which ones uh, which ones are you looking for? Uh we were trying to find oh Elf the other day. And Elf is Elf. not on a streaming platform? I couldn't find it. I we ended up renting it for three dollars. Mother, what the hell? And that is insane. What kills me is we moved, you know, into an apartment, so we put a lot of stuff in storage. So I have that DVD in storage. I'm just too lazy to go dig through it in the middle of the night to find it. Oh, 100. Uh, percent I'd be on the same page as you. Let's just press that rent button. Right. We watched Grinch yeah. probably four times already. Oh god, uh, yeah. All the Home Alones, even the bad ones. Oh my god. Okay, so <laughs> I watched the Home Alones, but I wouldn't go that far. Nothing past two. Nothing right. past two. <laughs> I used yeah. to watch three when I was a kid. I think we had it on DVD or something like that. So it must have been like one of those, you know, I don't really care about your gifts from uh, Uncle that we never see or something. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> but we watched it over and over again. Um, <laughs> so it's it's still it's pretty cringy. Uh, That's, uh, also, yeah. I just saw on Netflix a show you should check out. It's um, the it's just like the toys that made us, but it's the Christmas shows or Christmas movies that made us. And the first one okay. is a deep dive into Elf and how it was made and how it was almost not made and stuff like that. The second oh, episode wow. is Nightmare Before Christmas. And so I only watched oh, those two shit. episodes last night, but uh, it's really interesting. It's so it's really cool to see it's more than just a behind the scenes. It's a whole you know I don't know hour half hour episode about how how uh, the movie was made and like especially Elf was almost not made, almost totally changed. Nightmare Before Holy Christmas crap. too. Yeah. So, um, is each episode just uh, pertaining to one one movie? Yeah, yeah. I thought it was going to be uh, like a little. Okay. Yeah, I thought it was going to be about four or five movies in each episode. No, yeah. the whole episode is about one specific movie. That's neat though, because then you can get into really uh, big details without having some long drawn out thing. I like that because it's kind of like the um, Jeff Goldblum uh, special on Disney Plus. Have you seen any of those? Oh yeah, yeah. Those yeah. are kind of odd, but pretty funny. Yeah, he he's a um, I don't know, he's a character. Let's just say that. But um, <laughs> yeah. but I like how each episode was totally different. You could like learn something from it. Yeah, you know? like a fresh. You get yeah. the you get the start and you get get the beginning. I'm gonna check that out. What is it? What is it? The Christmas movies yeah. that made us. Yeah, the okay. Netflix original series. Okay. Okay. One thing out. was kind of interesting, Nightmare Before Christmas, we all know, is Tim Burton. He yeah. he did some storyboard art for it ahead of time, drew some pictures and had some concepts and everything. And it was like a passion project he really wanted to push. But then he got uh, got hired on to do uh, Batman. Or he got he, he made Batman Begins, or Batman Returns, the first one that he made, I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, he, it did so good, they gave him just like an open budget. You get the next Batman, make it however you want. You did such a good job. 
So he was excited about that. But then at the same time, he also got an approved like $18 million to make um, Nightmare Before Christmas with Disney yeah. because he was so hot at the time. They said, yeah, you can go ahead and do it as long as it's, you know, it's got to be a Christmas movie. And, uh, and then he wasn't involved in it at all. He was busy on Batman. So he put other people in charge and pretty much he would occasionally poke his head and give him a yes or no on some stuff, but was, did hardly anything actually in the movie. And sometimes he would come around and get mad that they were doing stuff he didn't like, but it's like, dude, you haven't been here this whole time. And, yeah, uh, true. Pucker headed yeah. more often, but I totally get. I totally get that. I mean, those are two fucking iconic. Tim Burns Batman's are are wonderful. Like I could watch those all the time with Michael Keaton. God dang, those are beautiful. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So that was just super interesting. I don't know. You should definitely check that show out. Yeah. Hell yeah. Because that's something definitely I haven't learned. Uh, I never even knew about it. That's kind of like. Because wonder if they fucked up the movie of Nightmare Before Christmas. Wonder if they're like. God damn, let's just make Jack walk into Thanksgiving door instead of the Christmas door. Yeah. Well, they were they were pitching some alternate endings and I know one of them oh, shit. one of the writers was pitching that when uh Oogie Boogie got unraveled that it was actually the the uh, scientist guy, I can't remember his name, that was mm-hmm. operating him as like a puppet and then it would be kind of like a the Scooby-Doo story where, you know, like the the bad guy was actually mm. tricking everybody the whole time kind of thing. And okay. it, it would have been too cheesy is why as soon as they heard it, that that's one of them that Sham, that, uh, not Sham, Tim Burton, that uh, Tim Burton shut down. Like, no, you can't do that. He would just got livid that they even wanted to consider changing his ending. Um, uh, I'm going to be okay with that. Actually. I, I, I like how it originally ended. I, don't, I yeah. wouldn't want to see like a, like a Scooby-Doo thing like you're referencing right now. I like how we just have a bad guy that's been bad for who knows how many years. Yeah, exactly. Whatever. Damn. Okay. Shit, I'll check that out. But uh, let's get it. Oh, go ahead. I was going to ask you a question. So Mm -hmm. um, I was going to ask you, and I'll give my opinion first too, but uh, of your favorite holiday movies, which one do you think they should try to either remake or make a sequel or a spinoff of? And I'm going to start with The Grinch with Jim Carrey. I think it's such a good movie, but I've always thought that when you see that scene of him and his his umbrella, his umbrella or whatever they call it, uh, floating into Whoville, he hits another baby out of his course, and so that baby just goes off to Lord knows where, right? So where mm-hmm. does that baby go? That'd be cool to see an alternate reality where there's a city or a world that's all Grinch people, and then there's this one who that like has to try to live with them, and either they're all grumpy, or we could find out, actually, the Grinches are naturally happy people and he's got a big belly because they like to eat so they are the you know the thanksgiving you know world or something like that and then i don't know they'd have to write a story of how this kid like integrates with them and stuff but i think it'd be cool there's something there yeah uh definitely that'd be i mean unless that kid just fucking fell in the snow and died that'd be harsh as hell though yeah. um but that'd be that'd be neat. Um, I think uh, for me. Uh, okay, you said okay. So okay, can I get the question again? You said either re remake, right? Yeah, or do like a, a spinoff, like I was saying, like another version of the Grinch with a different different story. Okay. But, so oh I God. would love to see. I got two actually, mm-hmm. and I would love to see. Uh, oh God, what was the full name? Let me look up the full name. Uh, but I'll talk about my spinoff. Uh, give me a Step Brothers during the holidays. Yeah. Step Brothers. 
Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, I would love to see. <laughs> I, we need to see those two come back again. But, of yeah. course, then the fear would be is probably wouldn't be as funny, you know? Yeah. But so I, th- I would like to see that. I think we should put those two on as, like, executive producers or something like that or or consultants or something and get some new young blood, new young actors mm-hmm. to play them and then don't make a movie, make, like, a series. Like a, oh, man. a yeah. high-budget series, though, that just be their kind of comedy that'd be hilarious yeah because yeah i guess if you're not getting them as long as you're getting their comedy it'll work out in in a way yeah i guess so but what i would like to see revamped okay is (laughs) Ernest save chris saves christmas (laughs) oh i totally forgot about that one i haven't seen that in years those Ernest movies oh man (laughs) r.i.p but god damn are just like burned in my head just some of the scenes and whatever like i remember the halloween one very much with the monsters uh i remember him i just i don't remember i I remember parts of the christmas one but i definitely remember him helping that that santa claus yeah yeah um i remember the reindeers being upside down in the warehouse and the guys are like looking like uh how do we get them down oh son of a bitch you're gonna make me cry right now (laughs) we're thinking about that (laughs) dude one of my favorite Ernest movies though was Ernest goes to jail you remember that one no i don't think i do he like gets electrified. Oh, I don't know, maybe it was an electric chair or something. Like, and so he breaks out. He like shoots lightning bolts from his hands and stuff. It's just crazy, but it's funny. Oh, I think I do remember that one actually. Remember he was like magnetized after he got electrocuted, so metal stuff was like sticking to him too. And he, uh, no, he does this in every one where he just does his dress up as his grandma or nanny or whatever he <laughs> dressed up as with his. <laughs> yeah. Damn, I need to try to. We need to try to figure out how to watch these things. I don't know about streaming services or whatever they're on. Probably not nothing, but. Yeah. I don't know. Man, those are earnest movies, man. I'd be okay if there was like a separate service that just you buy, you know, whatever time of the year you want that gives you full access for that year to all like the Christmas movies and specials. Oh, man. 12 bucks once or 15 bucks once each year. And, you know, unlocks for a two month or three month window or something like that. Yeah. I mean, I would definitely do that because I go. You know, I I rewatch all those claymations and everything, like yeah. everything's on. <clears throat> My only probably problem though, is Susie might try to unlock it a little early because we've been listening to Christmas movie uh, music since uh, July because the pandemic and everything. You know, it's chipper and oh. <laughs> yeah. So that's it's... that's. I mean, I thought I was early by after the day after Halloween, but that's early. <laughs> yeah, we haven't been watching the movies until now, but yeah, the music has been on in the background for months now. Oh yeah, dude! Just bang that Mariah Carey Christmas music. Good. <laughs> yeah. But uh, let's get into the news, and then we're gonna switch it up a little bit uh, from the order that I originally sent you. Since we were talking about streaming services, uh, I wanted to bring up uh, HBO Max. Now, I, I, do you own HBO Max? Yes. Okay. Uh, let's first let's get you like. Do you like HBO Max? How do you? I mean, do you use it often? How how I don't involved use in it, are you? I don't use it that often because. Uh, and I, I have it set up in the living room on a Roku, but in the bedroom, I don't. So I usually just use Netflix. I, I'd have to turn on the Xbox. Okay. It's just another step. Uh, I get you. Does your Roku not, does Roku not support HBO Max right now? The Roku does. But in my uh, room, okay. I, I just use the Xbox for Oh, for okay. And the, Why don't you the just TV, download uh, HBO on your Xbox? The the TV has built-in Netflix is what it is. So it's it's like just one button to activate it. Uh, uh, so okay. I'm lazy. Yeah. <laughs> That's no, what it I, is. I totally get it. Sometimes there's a, a certain apps that are on my Xbox and not on my smart TV, even though the Xbox yeah. is plugged into that TV. I just like, ah, the controller is way over there for my Xbox. <laughs> I, I just exactly. use the app on the TV. 
Yeah. So, but when I do want to sit down and like watch a movie, like with the family and stuff, it, I usually go HBO Max first because they have the better choice of movies for sure. Yeah, and that and that the reason why I ask you is because I'm a huge. I think HBO Max is my favorite streaming service right now. Um, I freaking love everything that's on HBO Max. I love some of the new stuff that they're putting on there as well. Um, and the reason why we're talking about HBO Max is because they just released. Um, that they're going to put all their 2021 movies on HBO Max. Well, this is Warner Brothers, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, is going to put all the movies on HBO Max. And I'm going to list off some of the, uh, all these movies right now. Um, and it's just... Uh, anyway, I'll get my feelings right after I list these. But I'm just, like, blown <laughs> away. Like, I cannot... This is this has got to pull in numbers for them. But uh, we'll start with January. January is going to be the little thing. I, I'm not... We're not going to go dive into each movie. Which I'm just going to say the titles. Uh, January, we got the little things, uh, Tom and Jerry, Tom and Jerry in March. I'm kind of excited for that. The many saints of, uh, New York in March, um, uh, reminiscence in April, Godzilla vs Kong in May, the conjuring in June, which I'm a huge fan of the conjuring series. Me and the wife watch every single one of those, uh, in the Heights in June space jam, the new legacy will be in July. Fucking, I will have my space jam Jersey on. Wait, that's uh, a new space jam movie. Brand new Space Jam movie, and LeBron James is basically the new Jordan. How did I not? We must have talked about this on the podcast before. I just don't remember that. That's awesome. Uh, I don't know, but I've been following this since they were just talking about, you know, like, oh, we should do a Space Jam 2. Uh, yeah, fuck yeah, we should. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. and, and I'm kind of happy. LeBron James has been popping up in some movies, so I don't think he's like a horrible actor. As long as he's got to play some basketball in the movie, he should be good. Yeah. Um, because basically, I just need to see those Looney Tunes fucking put play some basketball. That's all I want. Uh, the Suicide Squad is going to be in August. Uh, Dune, which I know is highly anticipated, is going to be in October. Uh, King Richard in November. Matrix 4 in December. Um, so we have a couple more movies that are uh, uh, to be determined. We have uh, Cry Macho. Uh, Maglinent. I'm probably saying that totally wrong. I don't know. Uh, those who wish me dead mortal Kombat, which i'm really excited for because i'm a huge Mortal Kombat fan and judas and the black messiah now reading that list though you're like holy shit because okay so every time what you do a trial you do a 30-day trial okay so somehow i think hbo max might be on a seven-day trial right now i could be wrong um but they have to limit that if for a business uh perspective um not just hope people are just going to forget 30 days later because a lot of people could just do that 30-day trial Watch the movie and be done, um, which they could do even on the seven day trial. So what do you, I don't know how they would prevent that. I mean, I guess there's no way really, right? You're just going to make a new email, make a new account, watch the movie, right? Yeah. I mean, I think that's what it is, is they link it to your email to, to them. I mean, it's, it's a hassle to make a new email. I think nowadays, at least when I've tried to make a new one before they ask for a phone number to be linked to it. So mm, you're using okay. the same website, you know, you have to have different phone numbers. Oh, and Okay. For them, I mean, if they get your email address and then your sisters and your cousins and your sons and your brothers, to them, yeah. that's just um, a marketing tool. So, you know, if you get to watch a free movie here and there, so be it. Now they have your email, so they're going to spam you with ads all the time, too. Yeah, true. I mean, yeah. see, so I didn't know that if, if they're doing this, uh, the phone number because uh, I'm lazy as shit and I don't <laughs> do the work to like, yeah. oh, let me do another 30 day or this, this, whatever. I'll just pay for it. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm not doing that. I, I'm a sucker. I, I'm... <laughs> Like we did the Audible, where we're still, you know, our our sponsor by Audible. I was planning on, yeah. oh, I'll just do the, the trial, and maybe I'll have it for a couple months and try out some books. No, I've I've had it nonstop since then, and I I actually <laughs> am uh, listening to audiobooks now. It's like, dang, I should have, uh, I don't know, I should have thought about that because I mean, it's 
not free, but it's easy to get hooked on these yeah. streaming services. Speaking of the Audible, though, because you do get free, not just pitching an Audible out of here, but you do get your free tokens, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, I've been using my free tokens on uh, certain books to get, I mean, free audiobooks, obviously. Yeah, yeah, you get yeah. a free free token each month, and then there are some content that's already naturally free, too. Yes, yes. Um, so that's pretty, that's a plus, actually, with Audible. I kind of like that. Um, anyway, there's the plug. But, <laughs> so back to this HBO. So AMC's... Uh, I'm kind of biased on this uh, because I feel like with this pandemic um, that happened and it's kind of like uh, I referenced this before. It's kind of like World War II. When something crazy happens, we find new ways to evolve and, and deliver business and whatnot. So if they saw a crazy surplus, and I think they saw this with um with Trolls, Universal and Trolls. I think this is what where it originally started because I know Universal and WB have like their, you know, connection together is that Trolls did it. Uh, like three times better than what Trolls 1 did. And it was with because of people buying it at the convenience of their home for whatever, 20 bucks. Um, this is trying to start up HBO Max. I mean, I understand that it's free, but obviously you're paying 20 bucks a month, 20 bucks a month, or what is it? I actually don't know now um, how much HBO Max is um, per month. I should probably look that up, really. But uh, we split it with family members, so yeah. Now, AMC came out being like the crybabies that they're acting right now. Now, remember, I'm a little biased. That's why I said that. Uh, Amesley uh, says this. Clearly, Warner Media intends to sacrifice a considerable portion of profitability of its movie studio division and that it's and that of its production partners and filmmakers to subsidize its HBO Max startup. As for AMC, we will do all in our power to ensure that Warner does not do so at our expense. So... I don't understand. Maybe I'm not understanding this, but how when they say not at our expense, are you forcing them to put movies on there? I'm sure there's some kind of contract. Some like what do you th- what do you think of that? Like what can AMC do if if you own a movie theater and I said, hey, I'm not going to show my shit anymore at your movie theater. What do you think? Yeah, it's like they're trying to they're trying to like blackmail or extort them to you know provide the better content but it's like how do you they don't have any leverage i mean yeah well the thing is that hbo i mean they're going to take it uh, the movie theater is still going to take a loss uh for the fact that uh warner brothers universal whatever they did say that it's going to be on hbo max on the day and at the movie theaters on the day okay and obviously i mean we kind of like see like a somewhat of of a little light at the end of this tunnel of the 20 of the, the COVID stuff but also, if things were working better than they were before, why go back to, you know, the old way? Yeah, I mean, they, they want to, of course, save their business. But yeah, I think I think we're starting to see there's now don't get me wrong. After the pandemic is over, people are going to find any excuse to leave their house. Sure. I would love to go get a big bowl of popcorn and sit in a theater and watch a movie just like I could on my couch just sure. because, you know. I'll pay the, you know, 15 bucks or 20 bucks and just to have a reason to leave the house and sit with other people. And then we're going to go to dinner afterwards. Yeah. But if people, a lot of people aren't that way and they're seeing that, Hey, life is fine with, you know, I'll go out and have the dinner, but I can still come home and watch the movie. So I think movie theaters are going to have a really hard time recovering after this. Once they've gotten used to the, the, a lot of these people probably weren't paying for some of these premium streaming, streaming services before too. So yeah. now that they're seeing that, hey, I, I pay a little bit more, but I get all these movies 
and I don't have to go out. I could be in my boxers. It's kind of nice. So I think yeah. it's going to be really hard. The, the theaters have to have something else. Like now that they're doing the, um, uh, what are they doing? Where you pick your seat and have the, the motion seats or the vibrating seats and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. That kind of stuff is nice. And some places now are serving food or alcohol. Like yeah. those perks that make it a little above and beyond, I think will help bring people back in. Um, mm-hmm. but it, it's going to be an uphill battle for sure. And I think like us having more and more of our premium content is going straight to homes because the theaters have been closed for so long. That's going to make a big wall. They have to break through a big barrier. So they're going to have to yeah. do some co- contracts probably to get some, some, uh, specific movies, some big, big box office movies that it'll be only in theaters for a while for, you know, several months until people get back into that rhythm of going to theaters, I think. Yeah, so uh, I mean, you kind of know that because it, uh, some of it part of part of going to the movie theaters is it's an experience. Now, like I could totally see uh, all of us getting together, we go see Suicide Squad, um, and say we just randomly went to a theater type like we went to before. Remember, you guys came up to where I used to live, and we went to that studio movie grill, and they served the food in front of you. Yeah, yeah. Um, like we did something like that, and then uh, you know, or just some regular movie theater, and we went out to dinner. That would definitely pull me out of bed. To, to go hang out and see a movie at a movie theater. Yeah. Well, let's just say like, I want to see this movie, but I don't really have to pay for it and say Tom and Jerry, you know, mm-hmm. like I definitely want to see it, but if there was a way that I could just keep my subs- HBO subscription and not have to worry about going out and whatever, I mean, I could buy a, bo- a box of popcorn. It's kind of like you're kind of picking and choosing which movies you want to see on the, the bigger screen or not. Yeah. But then it gets me thinking, do I invest in a home uh, theater entertainment? Yeah, whatever you call those. Stereo system, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, do I get that bass or speakers built in the wall? Right. Something I like mean, that. that would be nice. A lot of, you know, richy rich people, I'll say, mm. people that uh, can afford it, have yeah. a separate room that is the home theater with couches oh, okay. and everything and the big surround yeah. sound system. And that's, that would be amazing if that could be a more common yeah. thing. But then again, are you the kind of person that wants to just go out and mingle with friends or would you True. rather get your house cleaned and ready and stocked and have friends come over to visit you and you'll be the spot where everyone comes to watch the cool movie. Yeah. So, and those are definitely people out there because I've been to one household that I'll always host the, uh, boxing fights, UFC fights and we go there all the time and that was the place to be at. So I could see that too. Yeah. Yeah. So if you got a friend like uh, that, you don't need to go to theaters, but if you don't, or if you're not that guy, then I guess you're, you know, a theater person. Yeah, shit. Anyway, uh, so that's uh, that's that. Uh, let's stick with the movies. Uh, we finally have confirmed that Oscar Isaac is going to play Solid Snake in an upcoming Metal Gear Solid movie. Um, uh, I didn't know that this was going to be a thing. Metal Gear Solid <laughs> may, uh, getting its own movie. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I don't hate it, though. Uh, I wouldn't say I'm like a huge Metal Gear Solid, Solid fan, uh, but I do play some of the games. I uh, definitely played ones back in... Uh, Sons of Liberty. I don't remember if that was 360 or Xbox. I can't remember that far. Um, this would be perfect if Daniel was here because I know he's a huge Metal Gear <laughs> Solid fan. Um, yeah. Now, but do you know I'm much looking... of Snake himself? No, not okay. really. But I'm looking forward to anything with Oscar Isaac. And really, he's good. And I think he's going to be one of our next big, boomy actors. I'm pretty sure like, if, he conti- you know, if you have a bad flop, you're going to be out for a little while. But if he does good in this... I mean, he's been successful in everything that I've seen with him in it so far. Star Wars, of course, launched him. Uh, but I think if, if this is a success, he's just going to be 
the next, you know, titan of, of actors that's going to be hitting. I mean, he's young and we have a lot of really good, you know, older actors that are just on the edge on their way out. So I think it's time for young guys like this to come in and really start sweeping up the good roles. Yeah, I, I super agree. Uh, I was a little first. OK, first, I was a little skeptical because a snake is a very. Uh, quiet, rugged, mean, whatever. Mm-hmm. I feel like kind of guy to speak to. Um, and I was like, man, what have I seen that he's really like that? Because obviously the first thing that comes into mind because it's really fresh is uh, uh, Poe from Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, you better just not fucking put an eye patch on Poe and call it quits, you know, <laughs> like fuck that. Uh, but one thing that really uh, got me kind of excited is there was a fan made poster of Oscar Isaac as a snake with the hair, with the headband. I was like, God damn, that looks, that looks nice. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, looking back on some of his movies, I mean, I mean, no, he's done like a, a Triple Frontier on Netflix, which is a pretty cool uh, action movie. Ex Machina is a great movie. I really loved it. Um, mm-hmm. I'm excited to see him in Dune. Um, the thing, the thing, I mean, besides Sucker Punch and Drive and all that and whatever kind of coming newer is that you don't realize that he was Apocalypse and X-Men Apocalypse. And you're like, damn, man, this guy could literally <laughs> from true. voice acting. Yeah, from voice acting to Adam's family to being fully makeup like that, it's like, this could be, I mean, I want to say like a, a better version of Johnny Depp, but this could be like a version of Johnny Depp where he could literally play any role he wants, you know? Yeah, yeah. A good a good character, you know, you can put in a specific role. Like Jim Carrey is really good at being a specific guy or Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell will always play himself. But somebody like this with a huge range is like Tom Hanks. He can play whatever you throw at him and he'll nail it. So I'm super excited about that. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like, um, I really like, he, um, I always call him like a chameleon actors or you pretty much like, you don't even have to like really recognize who they were. And, uh, God, I'm really, I'm really blinking out. Um, uh, so I'm going to try to look it up, but, uh, what was, uh, commissioner Gordon, the actor from the Batman movies with a uh, Christian bell. Gordon. Oh, Gordon. Gosh, I and I, I know who you're thinking of. I can I can picture his face, but I don't remember his name. Uh, Gary Oldman. That's it. Yeah, yep. <laughs> man. To me, I think he's definitely one of those actors too that that I don't feel like he's really like talked about all the time. But I know like for sure this dude is a chameleon because I've seen him in different movies and I was like, holy shit! I don't even recognize that's him. You know? Yeah, you forget um, because he blends into the role so well. He's, oh, he's, yeah. He isn't the actor anymore. You don't recognize that anymore. Yeah, he's insane. So um, I'm hoping Oscar Isaac will be this next person. Um, you know, and I'm hoping, uh, I'm really hoping, I mean, obviously this is super early. Maybe we need some writers from 007 or some Mission Impossible kind of stuff to really, like, make this alive. But this also has to be a very weird movie because at the same time when you're playing a Metal Gear Solid game, you're like, what the fuck is going on? Because now there's, like, robots and shit, you know? Yeah. It's kind of like you're playing a game. You know what you're doing. Say if you're playing, you're playing Assassin's Creed right now, and you just fucking ate some mushrooms out of nowhere, and aliens just fell from the sky. You're like, "What the fuck, dude? I thought that we were in Egypt." You know, right? <laughs> well, if you jump uh, in the middle of the game and all of a sudden, you know, the character wakes up and you're like, "Wait, I was in a chick that was actually dreaming this whole time. What's going on?" Right. <laughs> <laughs> but if you watch the beginning, you know what's happening, dude. Uh, not to like go off track, but that chick though. Uh, is a waste, and the reason because she's in like she's in like all of them starting with Origin. And it's like you're she's in Valhalla, and as soon as I saw her again, I was like, God damn it, do I do I really need to give a fuck what you're doing? <laughs> like, just put me right. back in the Animus, you know? 
Yeah, yeah, I think it's just a way to connect them all, but it seems like you either need to put more into it or you just need to cut it out. You don't really need it. Yeah, because back in Assassin's Creed 3, I think is when they killed off like the main story of like having them really connected with uh, Connor, I think his name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but after that, they, they'd like, fuck off with that shit. You know, just let Same. me kill some shit, you know, keep <laughs> the Creed story going. I don't need the whole nowadays thing unless you're going to make a nowadays Assassin's Creed, which would be pretty interesting. Yeah, all of a sudden, you know, at the end of it, they wake up and realize that, that there's actually a, a deep underground society that's grown from what she was working on. Fuck, wonder if somebody's in the animus of her and she's in the animus of the character you're playing, you know? Like, wonder right. if it's super in the future. Oh, shit, that's Inception. <laughs> um, they can only go back so many years, so they had to go back to her and then have her go back further. <laughs> yeah, the technology's not there yet, okay? So we have to go only a certain amount of time. Yeah. Uh, um. So, uh, next we have a uh, Deadpool. Uh, three. Uh, is finally kind of starting to be more in the works now. Um, I know they they took a took a small little um, what call it pause because of the the pandemic and the pandemic. shutdowns basically. Um. So we have uh they just signed on two writers, uh Wendy and Lizzie. I'm gonna fuck this up. Uh, Molinux, Molinux, whatever. <laughs> Uh, they're two yeah. writers from the animated uh, series of Bob's Burgers. Uh, I like Bob's Burgers, but I'm kind of curious on like, what's your imagination now for Deadpool? Like what, you know, like that's really different. Yeah. I don't know if this is a great thing or a bad thing. Cause me, I, I hated Deadpool. I don't like that kind of humor. Whoa. It's just not. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Everybody just, turned, never watched turned, number- everybody just shut off their fucking, they're like, fuck this guy. <laughs> Come out of this right. podcast. <laughs> I've 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 said it before too a few times. It's just not funny to me. It's it's breaking the fourth wall way too yeah. hard. Yeah. It's just vulgar for no reason. Like it's not even. It's just it's like slapstick to the extreme. So okay. it's just I don't I don't like it. But I love Bob's Burger. So now I'm wondering, <laughs> is Deadpool gonna just ruin these guys' uh, writing abilities and? Drag it into the gutter. Oh wow! Or, so you're worried about okay? You're worried about yeah. Deadpool ruining the yeah. the amazingness that Bob's Burger has. Okay. Or, or could it be a positive in the other direction that these really funny writers that make a family friendly show are going to put a little bit more of a softer, funny, actual comedy spin on this, you know, train wreck of a movie series oh that seems to be making God. tons of money. <laughs> Fucking piercing and, my heart uh, right now. <laughs> Okay, so I don't think the Deadpool movies are, like, extremely hilarious. I think they're entertaining and pretty good. Um, See, I'm a little skeptical with the Bob's Burgers writers because because of exactly what you said. Kind of like the family-friendly. It's almost like a little bit more, I don't know, I would maybe consider it a little bit heavier than Simpsons, you know? Yeah. Um, But it's still, like, great. Like, you could, like, watch it, have your kids watch it and not think of, like, oh, fuck, this is going to be, like, South Park, you know? Um, but, uh, because of the, the shut shutdowns and because of, um, remember now Fox was with Disney now. So Disney has whatever rights they're doing. So all this changes that they're, it, it took some pause, but because of what you said with the whole like family friendly and stuff and the toning, uh, Bob Iger, the, the Disney, uh, CEO, whatever you want to call him now. Uh, did make a statement and he said he said this we do believe there's room for of 
for the Fox properties to exist without significant significant Disney influence over the nature of the content. Um, because meaning that we see that there is certain certainly popularity amongst Marvel fans for radar to Deadpool films. Uh, and then he goes on to say, saying we're going to continue that business and there might be room for more. Now, the one thing is that I really enjoyed from this comment is that there might be room for more uh, because what we have coming up is Blade and you can't pitch Blade without being rated R unless you're really going to have Blade cut off a bunch of fucking vampire heads kind of off screen. You know how like when someone dies and then like they kind of show the person killing that person, but you don't really see it, you know? Yeah, kind of gore without blood kind of stuff yeah it's like no 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 no. like wesley snipes blade i mean i really enjoyed those ones um uh, for sure but no i need to see these motherfuckers like squirting blood out of their fucking throats and shit you know yeah so Um, i'm hoping they could do a good blade without it getting that that's that uh humor from deadpool that like unnecessary vulgarity have it a little more edgy and darker but not so, I don't know, cheap humor, I guess. Now, have have you seen the old Blades, all three of them? Oh, yeah, I love them. Okay, okay. The third one's, you know, not as good, but it's still pretty good. Yeah. Um, That's pretty much what it needs to be. Um, yeah. There wasn't like that, like what you said, this stupid, random, vulgar comedy. It was pretty much those dark tones, and it stayed that way, where Blade was extremely stern, you know? And it's yeah, kind of like it maybe he did a like joke could... and you laugh with it because it's like the one time he actually smiled, you know? Yeah. yeah. It kind of feels like it fit in with the old Batman movies. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can see that for sure. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how um, the Deadpool. I'm not really like like super following this because obviously it's extremely early and I'm not the type of person to be like, oh, yeah, we announced Deadpool 3 and it's been like five years now and I'm not I'm not about that. But, I mean, hopefully. That's crazy that... I mean, I actually like talking to you for the fact that you do hate it. The fourth wall does... <laughs> the fourth wall does drive me a little bit of crazy. Yeah. But that's all Deadpool, and that's kind of... It can get annoying, because even in the comics, and especially the video game. Uh, when I first played the old video game that was, I think, originally 360, yeah, and PS3, you're just like, motherfucker, stop talking to me, bro. Like, it was annoying. Yeah. Yeah, because for me, the more immersed I can get into a movie, book, game, or something like that, I want to be in that world. I want to be living it. And when they stop and break that fourth wall and talk to you, like like they know you're there. Like, no, I'm I'm supposed to be in your world. You're not supposed to be in my world. Like, it kind of just stops you from all that traction and where how fast it's going and how smooth it is and how real it feels. And then you realize, oh yeah, it's just a fake and just kind of, I don't know. To me, it just completely ruins it. Yeah, I get you. I get you. Okay. Um. Go on to the next. We have a monster hunter has been pulled after opening day in Japan due to what they believe was a 10 seconds of some people saying uh, Chinese people thought it was, it was insulting. Um, obviously, no, we, we know China has a huge censorship to everything that they show over there um, with, with uh, even like, I mean, video games aren't really even sold over there. Uh, Marvel just got their. Uh, because they just got the Switch actually recently, and they even like sin- make sure what games are being sold on the Switch over there. Um, even to the point where Marvel finally released one of their movies over there, and that was a huge hit. Um, what we don't know what the clip pertains, like what it says or what it does anything. Uh, do you? So did they 
they just pulled it from China? Like they're not going to air it there anymore, but they're going to air it here, or they so, just oh, it'll stopped be, airing it. Yeah, it'll be aired everywhere. It's just China so far. Um, oh, okay, okay. And it's insane to say, like, I don't know if that's something maybe they could edit and re re put out there in China, but it's just so insane. <sighs> like I said, I don't think it's really like crazy talk shit. I think it's one of those things where like, uh, if we really dig into, you, like, oh, hold on, that's kind of fucked up, you know? Like, yeah. but you have yeah. to like focus it, you know? That's what it is. It depends on what it is. Because to us, if you're watching a comedy movie or some or a serious movie where somebody was at some point laughing about burning an American flag. You'd have a bunch of people up in arms, throwing a fit, you know, vets or, or somebody who insults, you know, vets for their service or something. Like that. All of a sudden, you know, Americans would flip out about it, and that movie would be banned or something like that. So I could yeah. see. I don't know what yeah. it is, but I understand. You know, if there's yeah. something that is offensive to them, just make a little edit to it, make a change. It's only a 10 second clip. I'm sure, you know, it won't completely ruin the movie if you change it. Right? Yeah, and that and that's good. Um, uh, what do you call it? Uh picture you painted there yeah um because i could definitely see that too like if it was like super random like okay we're just gonna burn the flag or whatever the fuck of your nation you're like oh that's weird but we i mean we've seen it before when it comes to like these like uh like the army fucking military movies god damn man i couldn't think about it (laughs) for being in the military like i don't watch any military movies i don't know why but um Like, like those kind of movies. Um, and you, but I think it's because you put that scene there and you're expecting it. But if this motherfucking person, like, <laughs> if I see yeah, Milan, Milan, I don't know her name. I really don't like her at all, to be honest. I'm sorry. Um, I don't know if you're a big fan of her, but uh, Not really. Mila Jovovich, whatever. The main, the main one from this movie. Yeah, yeah, the main girl. Yeah, yeah from uh, shitty ass Resident Evil movies. Right. I know. It's but like, Resident Evil was good, but she was kind of disappointing. But the fifth element, that's a hit. That's a banger. That's a old school movie. I'll definitely keep watching with her in it. Is that her? Yeah, that's her, man. With the red hair. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of nice because she doesn't really talk much in it. So maybe that works. And <laughs> remember, Gary Oldman plays Zorg yeah. in that movie. Just <laughs> <laughs> True. That is so true. <laughs> so, uh, but anyway, like if. She was out there swinging a sword, killing a monster, and then some randomly, like she pulled out a flag and started burning it. Then I could be like, "Oh, hold on, that's kind of fucked up." <laughs> right? Now, <laughs> right, you know, yeah. we don't know the extent of what they were talking about, but it's just a. I guess it just kind of appreciates where 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 we are, uh, because it's like, you know, that shit. I can't imagine getting pulled. You know, um, yeah. But our voices are always heard when it goes to extreme. Like, look at Sonic. Sonic looked like shit. They revamped it. Yeah. And now that movie became super successful money wise. So it's if the company's willing to hear us, then I guess, you know, things can't change. But yeah, yeah, I'm really curious because the only reason why I'm bringing this up because we have seen China censor many things before, like little things like there was so much shit on Animal Crossing for the Switch. And like this is because people were doing crazy things with it. And then they were like, oh, we can't have this game. But it's like, dude, you can't even have a creative game like Minecraft. Like that shit would never exist because of all the stuff that they would put on it. You know, yeah. it, I just they're just extreme. And I I wish I knew what it was. But yeah. And I wonder, like, how big is I mean, I know China's huge. They have a, you know, I don't, I don't know. The population, yeah. Yeah. Ginormous population. So I wonder if I mean, movies that how do I say it? I wonder how common it is that movies don't get through to them. So do producers even worry about appeasing to them or 
Do they just say, hey, we're going to make it how we want to make it, and if China will accept it, great, but if not, you know, we're going to leave it out of their market? Because that doesn't seem feasible. You know, it seems like you would want to, you would know what's going to be accepted or not accepted if it's a movie that would, you know, kind of be in tune with their styles or whatever of movies they would like. Because, like I said, they're they're a huge nation, and you know, it's a lot of high population of people. Yeah. Uh, so I would I would at least make the changes to a separate version if you wanted to, like how they have explicit versions and director's cuts yeah, and stuff. Okay. Make a make a special Chinese release. I'm sure it's you know already edited in their language with the subtitles or dub or whatever. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. I'm curious on actually how that how that is um, with it. Yeah, dubbed or subtitles only. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know really if they do pertain to what China's market would be because we kind of think like uh, one of the Avengers movies, and I, yeah, I don't remember one of the Infinity War, Age of Ult- Age of Ultron, or the Infinity Wars one, uh, just aired there. So they pretty much never got any other movie Marvel movie before that. Uh, so you got to think: did they really pertain to it, or did they finally just be like, "Hey, there's really nothing wrong," unless you have someone that's hella if you're offended by someone hella smart that has a suit. You know, like Tony Stark yeah. or someone that turns green. I mean, I can't picture anything wrong with the with the Avengers movie. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I know, know it made tons of money, and if you think, I mean, you think about it, it could be. Let's just say China has, uh, you know, the next couple of movies or whatever the heck. If that includes with worldwide money sales, think of how, say, let's just say because we know Avatar is number one right now, right? Still, mm-hmm. I think I believe so. Uh, an all-time record of movie money. Thank you for like. Okay, hey, the Jurassic, uh, the new Jurassic World movie just came out and it's releasing in China. Does that that money is going to influence that? And now we're going to have new number ones. You know, um, I mean that's how big the market is. I know it's kind of a random thing, but I, for some reason I always look at that that chart. I don't know why. It's just fucking something I like to do uh, because Jurassic World is like way up there now. Like even I think it's top five. Uh, but yeah, it'll influence those yeah. as well. So I'm kind of curious of That's true. when I, I can wonder, we, yeah. I wonder if maybe China does that as a, a way to support their local production because oh, I'm sure, yeah. like if uh, like the newest Marvel movie comes out, yeah, everyone's going to rush to the theaters to see it, I assume. I don't know, yeah. just like they do here. Yeah. Uh, but maybe they put it on hold and wait six months or a year and then say, okay, now that it's you know died down or whatever, we'll release it here too. Uh, yeah. But just to to let their local economy thrive before ours, I guess. Yeah, that is uh, that is interesting. If it was something like that, because then, but I don't know. I guess it would would you think they'd just be like, oh well, shit, our Chinese movies suck, and like <laughs> everyone else out there is better, so why even watch it? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, shit, watch it be some know. yeah, just generic ass version of these superheroes. I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> that's that. Yeah. There's uh, 1.4 billion people in China. That's the population. 1.4 yeah. billion Damn. versus so I think we have 600 million. Here. That's, yeah, that's insane. Gosh, man, it's like fucking so much money there that they, these yeah. like video games and companies or whatever. To. God. Damn. Yeah. Anyway, uh, speaking of uh, what we were just talking about, like Avengers and superheroes and how they happen, uh, Hawkeye show has now fucking starred their uh, Kate Bishop, which is going to be Haley Steinfeld. 
which I know her from a hit song, but also we know her from Bumblebee <laughs> for the oh, Disney yeah. for the Disney Plus uh, uh, series. Um, I'm kind of happy that we do see some movement of it. I'm um, a little bit over average on the Hawkeye fan, which is pretty low for the average. I think <laughs> safe to say, like I do have a sweater with Hawkeye on it, old school Hawkeye though from the comic books with that purple outfit. Yeah. Uh, that's what I want. Give me Jimmy Renner in that fucking outfit, you know? God, that's how I want yeah. all my superheroes. Like, I want to see my Wolverine in yellow, you know? Um, yeah, I think Hawkeye was mostly unknown until the new Avengers, right? Well, I only know him. Uh, excuse me. I use them a lot in um, Marvel's Capcom. So I, that's pretty much where I got oh. kind of got to know him. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> so uh, that's where I got him. But yeah, I mean, probably like most most people. Uh, it took the Avengers to uh, finally get Hawkeye kind of on their, in their radar. Yeah. Um, so um, that's the that's the only thing happening right now because uh, it's that's not that's in the far far future um, as of right now. Uh, I'm just kind of glad to see that there has been some movement. Um, I th- I believe there has been shooting as well, a little bit of shooting because Jeremy Renner did uh, post something. Not that I just you know super follow him or anything, but Jeremy Renner did post. That he was like a kind of like beat up looking, like with band aids and stuff on his face, and he was saying like, "Oh, you know, kind of swore, but happy to be back at it." So I'm assuming I don't know anything else that you're going to be in soon, um, besides the Hawkeye series. So I'm I'm hoping that that's what he means. Like, okay, we're we're starting to get these shoes for the Hawkeye Hawkeye show. Now yeah. you seem kind of don't give a fuck attitude. So is that is that true? <laughs> no, I mean. I'm I'm looking forward to it because everything Marvel lately has been pretty on point. Like I haven't I haven't been too disappointed with anything yet. So I'm definitely gonna watch uh, you know check it out. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I don't know a much of any Hawkeye. I've never read any Hawkeye comics or anything. So all all I know is what's in Marvel, and I don't know that that's really a bad thing because like same thing with Iron Man. I hadn't heard a lot about Iron Man. He was pretty minimal until the new Iron Man movie started coming out. And because of that, I think because he was so kind of out of the spotlight, you know, Spider-Man, everybody knew his story. Iron Man, they didn't. So they were able to shape and mold him and, you know, change, you know, like how his armor worked, how it was way more high tech than it used to be in the comics and stuff and make it, you know, their own, make it sell. So I'm hoping that because Hawkeye has been under the radar in comics and stuff, they can do that with him and, you know, kind of rewrite how his character is. and you know, make it sell, make it awesome. Yeah, uh, definitely a rebate. And that's not that's not horrible because what Marvel did was introduce us to the things that weren't super like, okay, like for me, we knew um our Spider Mans, we knew our fucking X Men, um, you know, we knew the Wolverines and Cyclops and shit. But then you're like, Oh, Iron Man, okay, this is kinda neat. Oh, Hawkeye. I mean we knew our Hulks, but oh shit, Black Widow now too, and now we're excited to see the new Black Widow movie, you know? Like who would yeah. you I would never in my life be like Oh my god, the fucking I cannot wait for Black Widow to come out. I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's it's characters that they're less kind of boxed into a corner of how they need to make the character be. Yep. And they're more free to kind of shape them to our generation and what the audience wants right now. So I think that's a win win for everybody. And I think that's neat, because I don't know if you know, but um I'm I'm pretty confident of this. Like the Tony Stark Stark when he when we did the uh the first movie, he was in the Middle East, right? And then he escaped the cave. Well, in the comic book world, he was um, in China, I believe. 
it was like a oh. Asian culture, and it was like in pretty much it was the same premise, but because of what we were in that year and then the war and stuff like that. But not yeah, so many. Vietnam, maybe. Yeah, and you don't you don't see uh, so many people. Oh yeah, that's good actually. Probably was. That's pretty smart. Um, you don't see anybody in our uproar be like, motherfucker, like that. That's not right. As if we were to see like, like fucking if Peter Parker was bit by by a fucking raccoon instead of a spider, I'm gonna be fucking pissed. You know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's true. It's minor details that don't don't pertain so much to a character that you're not in love with yet. You don't know his story inside and out yet. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Being bit by a raccoon would make him very different character. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) like change the whole uh, change the whole setting. uh, Setting. Oh shit, man. Oh, um, now, um, what would, okay, well, uh, you know, what? I'm going to ask you this question before this, um, this real, real snippet. Uh, we got a date for WandaVision. It's going to be January 15th. Mm-hmm. They've been posting, uh, like, looks like poster images on their social media with like Disney has been in Marvel. Um, I don't know if you've seen those posters. Have you seen any of them or not? Yeah. Yeah. I've seen some. I kind of like it. <sighs> okay. So what's really turning me on with the WandaVision is the old school stuff. I'm really digging. I hope they keep it longer than one episode. Probably not. But I really like this whole black and white, old I Love Lucy type of feel. But what I really liked about the poster was that uh, you saw like kind of like that wallpaper or the wall coming down. And you can really tell like, oh, shit, like they're in something they're not really in. And we know that, of course, already because because of the trailers. Um, now, kind of like Hawkeye, are you excited to see 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 this at all? Like, is, is this on your radar at all? I know you said Marvel. You're going to watch anything Marvel because they've been hitting it lately. But. Is this yeah. one that you've been keeping an eye on? Yeah, so that's the same thing. I like them in all the on all the um, Avengers movies, mm-hmm. and it seems like a really cool premise. So I was like, you know, why not? Disney's nailing it. Marvel's, you know, smashing it. Might as well check it out. Now, I do expect at some point one of these has to be geared more towards the younger generation, and then you know, hopefully one of the other ones is more older. There's got to be one for the older teens, one for the younger, you know, tweens. Yeah. Uh, so maybe this is the younger one. I don't know. Uh, they do have you know bright colors and uh, I don't know. That's that's it. It's bright yeah. colors. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I'm gonna. Hawkeye's well, all black. Yeah, I'm gonna shut uh, shut down that one a little bit because uh, Frank really spoiled the story for me just out of randomly because I went in this uh, with not knowing anything and he was literally like, "No, it's the fucking dimension and Scarlet must have put him locked in lockdown because he loves her and like whatever." I was whatever. And I was like, "Motherfucker, you just explained the whole shit to me." <laughs> I'm, now I'm like pissed because now I'm like I went in there not giving like like what I was saying for like I don't maybe because I'm getting older and stuff I don't like really like geek myself up for. Um, oh, the new newest video games coming out. You know, watch all the gameplay and all this, or like the same thing. Like I like to go like straight, knowing nothing. I'll watch a trailer, you know, but that's about it. Yeah. So the story seems like a little bit more complex now. You said like if there was like a the, the tween one, right? Mm-hmm. I'm kind of thinking maybe Hawkeye could be that one because you got that little girl. Basically, it's the father girl. I'm gonna shoot an arrow around fucking Hunger Games. But also, it could be like maybe Falcon and uh, Winter Soldier. Maybe could be one as well, yeah. um, because that might be more like actiony. But that one probably is going to have a lot of guns in it too. So I don't know. I don't know. I could probably see Hawkeye being that one. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, do so? Do you think they're ever gonna? I know it's it's too early to predict even, but I'm I'm kind of hoping they don't. At least let me put it this way: I'm hoping they don't make these shows. And then plan on mixing them like uh, Arrowverse does. Mm, yeah, that is just 
it, that seems a little too, yeah, uh, like I don't know CBS or, or not not even CBS, but like cheap kind of yeah. cheesy made for TV shows. And this is supposed to be part of a higher, you know, realm of you know the Marvel universe, that the giant movie franchise, not just a you know the latest Nickelodeon series kind of thing. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely the higher realm you're talking about. It's higher movie like budget quality. realm. Like, yeah. yeah. Um yeah, I don't think okay, what I would like to see is maybe nods to each other, but not like I don't want to see the, you know, vision with Winter Soldier because what it what it just becomes is like the Marvel movies have been where it's like like dude, I don't know which one fucking iron man one is in but they're all the same because they're all mashed up now you know yeah, kind of like that exactly. attitude so hopefully yeah. not but like i said i would like nods maybe like oh shit like because of vision did this that now we're fucked up over here in falcon you know some shit like that you know yeah whatever I guess so. um now uh because i was saying one of vision i became recently like a um a vision fan like i've really been wanting to i went back to read his comics a little know a little bit more of his backstory um and things like that has there been a character that you have kind of had that same feelings for recently be that marvel brought up to you uh no not really honestly no. uh i did look into when i watched uh so i liked that god now i can't remember the name of it too the <laughs> recent marvel movie with the teens uh that are in a like a Saint Asylum, oh, pretty much. The, what what can I watch that on? It's a uh, New Mutants. New Mutants. New Mutants. That's what it is. Well, we went and watched it in the drive-ins. Yeah, uh, I know. Is that available yet? I was literally just thinking about this like two days ago. I thought it was. Uh, yeah, it's probably oh, not. Huh? I, I it might be coming to HBO Max. I think I did see it either that or Hulu. I did see it posted on mm-hmm. on one of those. Yeah, I can see it on Hulu because of Disney owning Hulu and whatnot. Yeah, um, I believe I saw it on one of the lineups of like the coming soon. Uh, yeah. but yeah, it was good. And so it made me want to look into those characters a little more. And, uh, I can't remember the girl's name. I had notes on it. We talked about it on one of the podcasts, but mm-hmm. this one girl like goes into another realm and, and like teleports herself pretty much. And she like turns her arm into this big sword and she has this dragon that helps her just really cool character. Kind of, I don't know. It's like a old video game character kind of brought to like a modern time. Uh, okay. but I can't remember her name. She's like Russian too. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least she has like a Russian accent. Anyways, she would be a cool one for them to make a separate kind of series about, or at least her standalone movie. I think it'd be pretty cool. Is she, is she, she's not the main girl that, um, do you know the Netflix show that's uh, called Queen's Gambit? Uh, I haven't watched it, but I think that's her. That's I think, her. I think okay. You're talking about, yeah. From, I remember the, the picture of it. Yeah. I mean, I apologize. We're not, I'm not really looking it up or knowing names, but, just, whatever but uh <laughs> everyone listening's got to be like these guys don't know yeah, what they're yeah. talking about at all <laughs> hey if we're coming with uh spur of the moment fucking questions just bear with us okay <laughs> right. um uh she's actually pretty good at queen's gamuts as an actress so i wouldn't mind seeing her maybe a little bit more uh mm-hmm. maybe with this tv series instead of just on a big screen yeah. um how is that show queen's gambit um I, I literally just watched one episode um oh, okay. and it's neat. I think it's predictable as fuck already. Um, basically, <laughs> real quick, she plays chess, realizes she's amazing at it, grew up in foster homes, whatever the fuck, goes to a tournament, shows up all the boys, and, oh, wow, look at my stepmom or whatever the hell she is to me. 
realized I can make money off of playing chess. So now she helps her to try to like, oh, you can win thousands of dollars here and here and here. So it's like, okay, well, I'm kind of already know where this is going to, you know? Yeah. Um. So that's kind of unfortunate. It's predictable. But it may be one of those twists where you think that's what's going to happen. And then, damn, bam, I fucking shoved a rook in your eye and you're dead, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Find out her all her social games are actually chess as well, and she kills her Ooh, mom. And, what uh-huh. nice! And then fucking checkmate, and then walk <laughs> out the door. <laughs> yeah, like an old eighties movie or some shit line. Right. Oh man, uh, it's kind of like a the Family Guy episode. Uh, what was the Family Guy episode where like uh, Peter always wanted to make sure that he said like that? Uh, ah, fuck. Was it like a roundhouse kick, or was it like a? Do you remember what I'm talking about? I have no idea. Yeah, <laughs> there was an episode where he always was trying to find ways to fit in his like that end thing, kind of like that whole like checkmate thing I did. Uh, uh, so it just reminded me of that. Uh, fuck, man, I forgot the name. What <laughs> the name know. he was he kept using. Uh, but anyway, back to the Marvel. Now, oh, Roadhouse. Uh, Roadhouse. Yeah, yeah, based on that movie. Yeah, old movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. Uh, so, uh, back to the Marvel. Now, is there anyone, I mean, you kind of just said it yourself, right? The X-Men girl that that's, I'm going to assume uh, my question was going to be, who would you want to see the next series become like of who, you know? Oh yeah. And yeah. I like that one because that's not predictable unless you have another one. Uh, you yeah. Think no. As well. and, and even just the, that whole new mutants, uh, kind of world, not world, but the vibe they had from that was pretty pretty cool i i liked it and i don't think it's like x-men that we've seen before it's a, definitely got a different feel yeah. so i think it'd be cool if they wanted to make just a new mutant series i'd watch that um uh curiosity did it stay horror the whole time or no yeah pretty much it was all it was pretty much all like a drama horror kind of i mean not so much horror but it was drama okay okay yeah it wasn't um, like uh the shining kind of thing like that kind of horror yeah okay okay because i know they were i felt like they were trying to sell it as horror at first and then i was hearing kind of different things about it um yeah because i was i was thinking of this and i think some of it i would like to see uh characters that we are not familiar with as well and i would like to maybe see like a, a miss well we're f- familiar with mystique but i really would not i would really like to go away from the jennifer lawrence mystique mm-hmm um maybe like a like a gambit because we never got that uh the gambit movie at all um i'm a huge fan back in the day actually uh because we were talking about marvel characters that might be not as popular as others i was a big fan of daredevil back in the day and i thought the series was pretty good and i think the actor is fine and i really kind of hope i know there is like a push for it but i'm really kind of hoping that comes back um, Mm, as a disney plus series um you know, and then if I had to do anything else, I'm a huge Doctor Doom fan, so it'd be nice to see him kind of like the rise of Doom himself. Yeah. So I wonder how far I, they'll go out with the with the characters. It'd be nice if they branched out and instead of just seeing like, oh well, let's have a Thanos one, which that would be kind of cool actually. But like characters that we don't need to like X twenty three, you know, like the little girl from Logan. Like, yeah, she's cool, but you know. I want to see someone that's way out there that you know we're not going to have a movie for, so let's just do something brand new. Yeah. <clears throat> and I like, I mean, it's it's been done, but the Magneto from uh, X-Men mm. 1, 2, and 3, I think, uh, and, and the his relationship with Mystique and stuff, it'd be kind of cool to see a little 
more in between that time frame of when he left uh, Xavier's school and everything and started his own his own thing because he was more of a rebel and just yeah. totally different. You know, I, I think that'd be that'd be really cool to see more Magneto. I love in X two when he escapes with the saucers and little spinning three marbles of steel or iron mm. from the guy's blood. Just yeah. an awesome scene. Just make a movie off of that scene and we'll be cool. Or a new scene. And, <laughs> and honestly, uh, if we could actor wise, if we get Michael Fassbender to actually be that one, um, yeah. fucking he could play anything. <laughs> he, he has my heart to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh shoot. Um, okay. So, uh, off that, we're, uh, we're going to move on to a little bit of, uh, video game news um which is we don't really have much going on right now um except for the anticipation of uh, i mean this will be released probably afterwards but cyberpunk um luckily i will be working from home uh so hopefully my boss doesn't listen to the show i really doubt it um <laughs> but my teleworking parentheses will definitely be involving hours of cyberpunk um but, but i know that's just my little video game like segue <laughs> that was horrible but i was like oh shit i'm, I'm really excited for this game finally Wait, when, when is that coming out? Cyberpunk? It's coming out on the 10th, but we're going to be able to play it on the 9th around like 7 o'clock. There were, they were, they did actually release the, the time frame. Yeah, whatever. Uh, when everyone's going to be able time. to play it. Yeah, Cyberpunk will be available at 4 p.m. Pacific. Holy shit, that is early. Way right. earlier than I expected. Um, uh, real quick, we just got news that uh, AMC uh stocks have plummeted after the hbo news um let's see by 17 percent and imax went down by seven percent that's that so back to the the gaming news um bioware which i don't know if you play a lot of the games have you played mass effect dragon age any of those no let's see let's see there's got to be fucking one game that you play from uh bioware uh, let's see. Um, you've heard of Mass Effect, though, right? Yeah. What about what about Anthem? Okay, so Star Wars: The Old Republic, Knights of the Old Republic. You know that, right? Yeah, I played it briefly. Ugh, fucking. Tell me. I know. Anyway, <laughs> I'm a buzzkill to, comes to, to, to you, this shitty ass fucking company. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's the two uh, two Bioware leads I've left. Uh, Casey Hudson and Mark Dara. If I'm saying that right, uh, are leaving the company. Um, I don't. I haven't heard anything the like where they're going or why they're really leaving and whatnot. But to shed a little bit of light of this news, that all games uh, are still planned to keep pushing and you know to be on a timely schedule. Um, these were like head guys that were looking over Dragon Age and the Mass Effect collection. So this would be good for you if you haven't played Mass Effect. Mass Effect's a pretty good game. I haven't played all of them, uh, but I played uh, three. I played one. Two and three, but I haven't played like Armageddon or whatever the fuck. Armada, I think it was called. But all those are still going as planned. Um, I know Dragon Age is highly anticipated. Uh, a lot of fans of Dragon Age. I'm not really a huge fan. Uh, picture this, John, if you're like on a team of four and you're killing fucking monsters and random ass LARPing fucking shit. You know, basically is what you're doing. Uh, uh-huh. But your attack is like World of Warcraft in a way where like you're pressing these buttons and they're doing those moves, but it's not like live action, if that makes sense. It's more like World of Warcraft where you're, you're just kind of telling it what to do in a way, you know? Yeah, I get you. Um, 
that's Dragon Age. Uh, but uh, Dragon Age will now be overseen by Christian Daly, who came from Blizzard as a uh, he's going to oversee as an executive producer. So I don't know, like really like Christian Daly's background, but obviously we know what Blizzard is. So I'm going to assume like this is going to transition to one of those. Uh, what do you say? Like everyone's expendable in a way. that's kind of shitty to say i'm sure there's a great minds here but i mean they call it restructuring yeah if you're like we're confident that everything will still be released on time and push i feel like oh okay well then you know yeah somebody's in there to prove himself all of a sudden and right yeah things have to change (laughs) watch him even release it on like earlier than expected right um and that and that and then that's i don't I mean, I'm not a huge Bioware fan, you know, uh, so hey, cool. This could be cool beans. <laughs> this could be fuel for an amazing new game. They could be, you know, the next what three four three or or whatever. Uh, have a, yeah, and three four three is really fucking tanking right now. So hopefully, they're <laughs> not the next three four three. Maybe not. I'd like to take a you know pretty firm foundation and put a executive from Blizzard who has a huge reputation as the company. I don't know about himself. Hopefully, yeah. this is uh, fuel on the fire and it can pump out some pretty awesome games. Now, because I'm not a huge Bioware fan, I know there are he- there are fans that are huge at the series of like Dragon Age and Mass Effect. And I, I mean, I do like Mass Effect. I wouldn't say I'm huge, but uh, I do enjoy Mass Effect. Um, it would be neat to see them come out with something else or a revamp of what has been done. So maybe we could see... Maybe we can't because I told you about Dragon Age. How I was kind of like whatever about it. Maybe we can see a revamp of Dragon Age where it's a whole different gameplay as well. Is that going to piss people off? Probably because it's a certain type of game that you know it's kind of like Sea of Thieves. Say if they change the way of fucking combat and ship battles and shit like that, you're going to be a little pissed off because you super loved the way it was originally. You know? Yeah, and if they have a base that actually does like the way the game is, I couldn't see them even doing that. Changing mechanics inside a game that's already at least to some extent successful. I, yeah. I would just start start from scratch. You know, you know, some people like that, but it didn't hit as many as you were hoping. So you do a different version, maybe instead of on the seas, this one's in space, and it has these mm-hmm. modified mechanics, and then you call it number two and you know add some yeah. bonus features to it. But yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh-huh. I don't learn from what you've done in the past. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then the last little thing we're gonna bring up tonight is: Have you seen? the pictures for nintendo land in japan i have not but if i have five motherfucker (laughs) you have five seconds right now because i will talk about this this thing when i looked at the images i was like no okay this looks fake this looks like you know the art in 3d of nintendo right so i'm scrolling through these pictures like holy shit this world literally looks like i'm in a mario game this thing is beautiful and this is only in japan right now with a 2021 release i think it's like in february i could be wrong um but i know it's early next year but to follow that is universal in orlando they're working on their uh project and uh, i don't there's no release date for it yet they just finished up uh, i mean i'm a theme park enthusiast so i'm gonna get a little into this they just finished up their jurassic park ride uh because they uh revamp the revamp in that area to kind of make it more of a drastic world now kind of just making things modern uh so they just finished that that is releasing pretty soon actually i think actually january um so they're while that they're working on their 
the Nintendo world. Uh, over in Hollywood, they um, have the Secret Life of Pets area being uh, constructed, which is going to be on the top half. And then on the bottom half is going to be their Nintendo world. Now, that one's going to be a little interesting because it's going to be like in layers. Um, and then we know from Hollywood of not having as much uh, area like Universal Orlando. Um, we're probably only going to get one ride. And that big ride that Japan has shown off is Mario Kart. Um, so that's expected in all the lands, but with Universal in Orlando, I think in, in Japan, we're expected to see like a Yoshi ride and uh, possibly a Zelda ride. But don't quote me on that Zelda ride. It's just kind of like a part of the area I've seen. Yeah. Um, but I did hear talks about Yoshi having a ride. So you might just like ride on his back like baby Mario was back in the day. So the Mario Kart ride is basically it's going to have the whole walk in like you're you know whatever like you're getting ready for a race and they have like a setting where they see like a big bowser statue are, are you looking at these pictures right now are you finding them yeah yeah it's pretty awesome I, and yeah. i think i see the yoshi ride you're talking about it looks like a little uh like little train ride kind of thing yeah so basically like, with those uh, uh uh those little cars that you know, follow the same path yeah they're like you're racing a mario kart now the only thing um the only thing that is going to be uh, interesting to, well, first let's take your talk. So you're going to walk up to it and you're going to see like all the trophies. They have all the trophies laid out from like the mushroom cup, the star cup, the rainbow cup, whatever. Um, uh, and then you're going to get into the, um, whatchamacallit, the, uh, the card itself. And um, once you get in the, the card though, it's supposed to be like a virtual reality, meaning that you're going to wear like this, uh, this headset. Okay. Uh, okay. Which I'm not a huge uh, fan of that. I think it's kind of like, I don't know. Yeah, especially right now, like even even after this, we're going to be post pandemic. People shouldn't be touching the same thing, putting it on their face, right? Yeah, true. Um, <laughs> but for this, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to put right. that shit. I don't care if 100 people put it on. I'm going to wear that at <laughs> <laughs> right. The one thing that I think is kind of like uh, cheap in a way is because it, uh, Universal, it's like, People talk crap because it's like all they do is virtual reality. You know? Yeah. It's like you guys need to do something else for once. Um, so so have, have you been on Space Mountain at, at Disneyland? Yes. Were you on it when it was the Star Wars theme? Hyperspace Mountain? Yes. Okay. So I don't remember being on it as regular Space Mountain. But when I went on as Hyperspace Mountain, uh, as you're, as you're you know, going through what I think is just a tunnel, there's screens on the side of you. And you have like uh, X wings fly up next to you, and then they start yeah. in a space battle, and they're shooting, and it's pitch dark, so you can't see anything except for these ships around you, and the laser ba- the laser beams shooting back and forth stuff. Super awesome, super realistic, live action right around you. It feels so real. They have jets of air blowing your face and stuff when it moves. Like that is so much better than VR to me. That feels yeah. like it's real. So I would like- love if they would just scrap the VR. And do that. It's it's just, it's more or less the same thing, but you have nothing on you. It's virtual, but it's you know a lot more expensive. Yeah. Uh, but it's you know in the environment around you instead of something you wear on your face. And what was really cool was that it was very minimum too. Like it was just like all you had to do was throw a projection and put some lights up. You know, like yeah. lights flashing at you. So it wasn't like you didn't do anything crazy altering. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Um. But yeah, this one. Um, un- unfortunately, it's going to be another VR thing, and it and it sucks because I really, 
because they did it with like the Simpsons, right? At Universal, where you just watch this big screen. So you could have done that with this one. It's just put screens all over the place. Um, it's kind of like Harry Potter. Uh, Harry Potter had some virtual screens uh, with the Hogwarts ride. Um, but at the same time, they added a lot of animatronics. And it's like, dude, like Universal knows what they're doing. They just need to practice it more. Like, um, like their animatronics are beautiful and it's like, shit, man, your stuff works. It looks great. Let's do more of that. Um, but anyway, like you're going to, you're going to pretty much ride the ride and you're going to get the feel of the ride because it's going on a track and, but you're watching a VR thing. Yeah. So it's more of like where everywhere, everywhere you look, it's something different going on because it's kind of like, uh, have you, what, have you been to universal lately? No, it's, been a long, it's probably been more than okay. 10 years. Okay, because I was going to say, they have this whole... Uh, okay, so you know how the Mandalorian is being filmed, like a 360 screen, kind of like no oh, other yeah. environment? Okay, yeah. so Universal has been doing that with... Uh, with uh, There's a Kong. You get on the train, and you go to this Kong thing, and it's called like the 360 Kong experience or some shit. Okay. And everywhere you look, something's going on, because it's literally a virtual reality 360. So yeah. it's kind of like... Uh, I feel like that's what it's in a way, but you're just wearing the headset. But it would have been nice if they'd done at least something like that instead. Yeah, yeah. I just don't know if that headset's going to make us more sick. I don't know what the pace of this ride is going to be and stuff, you know? Yeah. And it, like you're saying, it just kind of it cheapens it. it you know, it's it less of an illusion. You want to feel like you can forget that you're on a ride or you can forget that, you know, any of this is fake. But when you're wearing a headset, it's just a little too, too much on you, you know? It's, it's just yeah. hard to pretend that's not fake, you know. And that sucks because that's what Universal, especially in Hollywood, is known for because of their spacing. So it's like a lot of their rides are like these virtual reality things. So it's like when you make, when you make a, um, you know, uh, this this Mario Kart version in Hollywood, you're like, okay, well, great, it's made for it because you're literally probably. I don't know if Universal in Hollywood is going to have a track for this ride. I could picture myself sitting in one place, putting a VR headset on and just kind of moving around here and there. You're like, okay. Um, But they do have the secret life of pets area coming up. And I know that'll be a ride. So hopefully it'll be something like at Disneyland where you're kind of just like a, one of those kid rides, you know, you sit in a car, kind of just go through things, experience things. Uh, But then you're like, Oh shit, I'm going to ride the minions ride. It's like the, you know, like you've been a great America before, right? uh yeah 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 it's been a little while but yeah you you remember those theaters those theater moving rides you know you sit in a seat oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah so that's kind of like despicable me university is so it's kind of like that so like no matter what i'm always staring at a screen so it'd be nice yeah. if they kind of laid off on it but man i don't give a shit because i'm so excited about this bar this nintendo world <laughs> like this this environment looks beautiful oh, yeah gosh. and it's it, yeah they do, it looks like just from the pictures they already have that they're doing a really good job they're not not making it like you know Toontown or Disneyland or something. Like that. They're yeah. dumping a lot into it to make it immersive and all you know every, everything there like is from that world. So it looks really cool. Yeah, no, definitely. I'm excited. I'm excited. Um, I'm, I'm pretty much having a craving. I've already talked to uh, Sarah. Like, hey, by January, February, if uh, California's not doing shit, we're flying to Florida because I need to get my fix. You know, I'm kind of like a crack addict right now. Like I'm scratching. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so um with the new Jurassic Park uh Jurassic World ride opening up and uh the new ride for Harry Potter that's fairly new. Uh, God, I need my fix, man. I need my fix. So right. uh I said February, flying down there, doing our thing. Yeah. So 
I could hold off though. Just just open Disneyland for me. Just just <laughs> or at least Universal. Just I've been watching a lot of Walking Dead, so I was like, man, they have a maze over there like year round for Walking Dead. It's like, oh my god, just let me just walk in there, you know? <laughs> let That's me Walking cool. Dead in there. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a it's haunted like house maze or something. Yeah, it's like a haunted house maze. Yeah, year round though. Right. Um, yeah, and you kind of walk up, you hear the theme song, and it kind of takes you. It pretty much takes you through the governor. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, where it cuts it off because it's been out for a while now. So, yeah, yeah. So, all right, John, that is all the news I had for today. Um, I don't know if you have anything else, but uh, other than that, yeah, I yeah, do that not. is our we show. Over a lot. This was a full one. Dude, yeah, I, I wasn't really planning on it, but it was just kind of the bullshitting back and forth that extended it. Yeah, and you got you had some pretty hip, cool, fresh news. I like it. No, oh, you know, you know, I just I I live just to make you happy. You know, nice. If I could put a smile on your face, you know, what's the what's the point of anything else anymore? Keep it up. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> All right, sir, that is it. Um, yeah, that's it. All right, we'll talk to you next time now. Thank y'all for listening. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us on the Geek Freaks podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Geek Freaks Pod. We're also on Facebook, Instagram. You can email us. We have our Patreon and a store. All those links are in the description. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you guys next week.